All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. These Edmonton Oilers, they're never down. Well, they were, but they're never out of a hockey game because people say it with me. Hope will never die. 11 Woo! in a row, Gavin. Let's go. I'm let's so go. up. That was a playoff game in the middle of January. If I have ever seen one before, especially with an Eastern Conference team, the dueling crowd chants, the big hits, the big goals, the called off goals. I love this Edmonton Oilers team. And Gavin, I love this winning streak. 11 in a row, baby. Let's the Leafs go. blow another lead. I cannot be more excited, boys. What a win for the Edmonton Oilers. A huge gutsy performance, too, because, man, obviously the game is not how we how, how we wanted it to start, but the boys stuck to it, and credit to Stuart Skinner. He stole that game for us, didn't he? He absolutely did. Stuart Skinner in that first period was making saves all over the place. He has been so lights out for the last oh. whatever run, even before this run. Seven straight Stuart games Skinner's now. rolling. Anna says it here best. We are finding ways to win. We are three fire emojis. And that's just the oh. thing is these Edmonton Oilers, it wasn't pretty tonight. It wasn't pretty the last game. It wasn't pretty no. the one before, but we're finding a way to do it. It's not on the back of the power play. It's a full-on team effort from goalie and out. Gavin, I'm jacked up. We got our intern Eli here. That game started. I was a little nervous being like, oh, no, of course, this win streaks. It's going to happen against these Leafs. We had Nick Alberga 
host of Leafs Morning Take on for the pregame Aaron, show. You won the bet. You're damn right. I you won, won the, the bet. bet. I put my, well, I guess money where my mouth is. I challenge Nick Alberga. Whoever wins or whoever loses has to buy beers for the guy on Thursday night. Come on out to Greta Thursday night, people. Beers be are on Nick see. Alberga. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. He hasn't answered any of my texts <laughs> from the moment after we took the lead. And I'm frankly, sure I don't think he's mute. going to answer any of my texts. Definitely not. Gavin, you just mentioned it. The Leafs, they blew another cool. lead, man. They were the more dominant team to start that game. I felt like in the first period, the first five minutes was, was all Toronto Maple Leafs. Definitely. It got out of hand real fast. But the Oilers slowly started to get the pace of play back, dipped a little in the second. But the thing I say at every show with these Edmonton Oilers, you could be down three goals. And with these guys, I am confident. I didn't live bet the comeback tonight. I should have. I was thinking about it Because what do you know? They do it again. I know, exactly. And like you said, and also like Jack and Louie were saying too, it it was kind of like a mental game for the Toronto Maple Leafs going into that third period, right? Because now it's a known fact that they are blowing leads in the third period. And so, like, I'll give credit to where credit's due, man. Stuart Skinner, he kept us in that hockey game right from the get-go. Yeah, like, obviously, they scored 20 seconds in. That goal was not his fault to begin with. But he kept the inventory in that game, and we ran away with two points there. Yeah, just looking here in the the YouTube Booster Juice chat, I laughed at from Gina. Says, never back down, never what? Let's go. Everybody in here, there's there's some chirps for Morgan Riley I see in here. Someone said no Leon power play point, but Borgie's bankroll. Like, well, we should we we kind of had the Hyman one for about it, thirty it, seconds, it but did. that we, got quickly overturned. And right as soon as they showed the replay, you guys, <laughs> we knew that goal was going to get overturned, but we didn't get quite. We did not get bank uh, Borgie's bankroll today, but we got the under, and uh, yeah, but we still walked away two points. Dude, so I'm happy when you win a game like this, and I know I shouldn't because it's Borgie's bankroll, it's my name and my money. <laughs> I don't give a shit when you put no. out that effort right all there. All here's 11 straight, baby. That's, That's all, all I, hear. I hear is 11, <laughs> 11 straight. Give me some stick taps in the chat, like the video, subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube. Because right now, I don't know if these Edmonton Oilers can. Can lose a game. I know that's crazy talk. Let me knock on wood here. It's I just mentioned it. The way they're doing all of this. Well, look at that schedule, you guys. You added the green That's a lot of green check marks. That's a lot of green check marks. That's a lot of green check marks for a start, man. And like, I know Tyler was talking on pre-gaming too. He came in overly optimistic to this month, but man, these Edmontoners are playing good hockey. And now we're rolling in the Seattle to division game. I could not be more confident in this Oilers team. It was one thing at the beginning of the month when you looked at the teams that you were about to play. I will be honest, hand up. When I predicted this month, I had tonight with a big fat L on there. I thought this would be the one. Alberta brought it up. Coming off a three-game road trip, you're coming back home. The crowd tonight. Let's, it right, let's, start, let's talk about the crowd because it. it was loud. It was obnoxious. It was dueling chance. What was it? Let's go Oilers. Go it felt Leafs, like a playoff go. game essentially in January. I saw it all over Twitter from, and once again, the NHL to not put this as a nationally televised <laughs> game. Absolutely batshit crazy in my opinion. Everybody, I see somebody in here, JT just said, I can't wait for the dangle vid, LOL. I'm not going to lie to you. I also thought of Steve Dangle doing this going. <laughs> you did. You what did way is he going to yeah. tell me that Austin Matthews is the best player in the world right now? Ski Bum says Nick Alberga is buying a lot of beer. That he You're is. Damn right he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, pro bring Alberga back. We just might have to. <laughs> hey, he will be in the building here on Thursday. So That's far, true. he's my good luck charm. We'll just make him the punching bag for this show. But you know where you can see him? 
It's at Greta, and we're getting into the Greta scoring summary right now because Greta is the spot to watch a game in Edmonton for all your pre-game, post-game, middle-of-the-week vibes. It doesn't matter. Greta's got you covered. Great food, great games, great drinks. Go check out Greta once again Thursday night. See you there. See you there, everybody. Let's party. All right, Gavin. <laughs> I feel like I'm out of breath right now. I haven't even like done well, man, anything. We came in hot. We came in fired up. But as we should be, man, that's 11 straight wins, man. It's 11 straight wins. Stuart Skinner's playing out of his mind. Seven straight games out. Two goals or less allowed for Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner is the man. But okay, the scoring summary brought to you by Greta. <laughs> you know on pre-gaming, Gavin, when he said, hey, we can't have a sloppy start. I said we can't take a penalty. Well, I we didn't we take a penalty. Start possible. We had... Man, let's call a spade a spade. Let's give credit where credit's due. That Austin Matthews goal was nasty. Well, right. oh, <laughs> that whole that whole play, like credit to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I think it was Zach Hyman who kind of got caught. Um, Matthews yeah. just kind of slid in behind him. But it was just an overall good play for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And like I said earlier, too, that's no fault of Stuart Skinner. Just an overall good play. That was a beautiful pass from Mitch Marner. The Oilers turned the puck over in the neutral zone. Leafs kind of cycled it. You saw Marner gain the speed. And you mentioned it. We were pointing it out. Who was that player? It was Zach Hyman who kind of got lost in the middle of nowhere. I can't was say it mad at that man? Was no. exactly. I was, no. Hey, he gets passed. Man <laughs> gets free pass. Everybody gets passed tonight because I'm so jacked up. But Matthews snuck in behind him. What a feed for Mitchell Murner to Matthews. Those guys do have a Leon Drysidle semi-like mm -hmm. connection. I can say that. I will admit that Austin Matthews buries for his league leading. 34th goal of the season. It was a beauty. Once again, Stuart Skinner. Hey, whatever. That was yeah. a tough start. From that moment on, man, Stu was dialed in. Well, he did not want to be responsible well, for it. Well, kind of got lucky too because I think it was just moments later, Tyler Bertuzzi hit that post on a wide open net. Like they buried that goal. We're probably not talking about Edmonton Oilers win here because two goals in the opening two minutes, obviously hard to overcome, but... No, nah, the they'd the find a way to blow play. it. They'd find a way to yeah, blow it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Once again, yeah, you mentioned it right there. We all remember it was getting out of control. Yeah. Tyler Bertuzzi had a wide open cage, hit the side of the post. Chaos ensued. And from that moment on, you're right, it was that moment. The Oilers really seemed to lock it in, lock it down just a little bit more. But the two-goal lead, it did inevitably happen in the second period. It was Morgan Riley. There was a point shot from the top from Mitchell Marner that hit like a set of legs, and then it went over to Austin Matthews. He tipped it over to Morgan Riley, who beat Skinner up top. Once again, a tough one for Stu. That one was a little bit more savable, but with the bouncing puck all over the place. He had a lot of traffic in front of the net too, so like no fault of Stuart Skinner on that one either. And we had to give Morgan Riley a little bit of shine right there because later in the game, well, we'll get to it when Connor McDavid and him went at it a little bit, and what happened seconds after? Gavin, where was your confidence level? It was just me, you, and Eli, the intern here at the office, chilling out. Got a little quiet at two nothing. We were a little, we were a little nervous. No, for sure. Like it, it was definitely quiet in here, and it was like I don't want to say it was quiet, in, quiet in Rogers' place, but we were still generating chances, but we could just not find a way to beat Jones. Right, he was standing on his head in the early parts of that hockey game, and and like I said, we were generating chance after chance, so we just had to find the back of the net, and obviously we inevitably did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. We Keep did. liking the video, people. 43 likes is not nearly enough likes when I see nearly 300 of you in here. Smash that like button. I just saw it from somebody in here. JT, love what you guys do. Keep going, Oilers Nation. Just the Appreciate story. It, I, mean, I say it every single episode, but the beginning of the year, if you don't love me at my 2-9-1, you don't deserve me 
at 11 0 Shout out to Kennedy for that one. As we move along, it was in the second period. Dak Hyman. He robbed us what of, a beauty goal, of our boardsy bankroll. Let's just let's pretend that that one wasn't offsides and that one went in. Zach Hyman can score goals any way imaginable that he wants. I said it to you guys during the game. He is so sneaky with his hands, yes. his little toe drags. Remember the one he scored where he was on the sidewall a couple weeks ago and he whoop behind him, takes it hard yep. to the net. Once again, the hands on Zachary Hyman would have led the Oilers in goal or 27. He still does lead it. I'm getting phone calls from my buddy at the game right now. <laughs> I think he just wants to talk Oilers. Get in the YouTube chat, Wes. Get in the YouTube chat. We, what did we, you think of that one? It was the moment we saw the replay. We were like, oh, okay. I know that, like that the narrative surrounding Zach Hyman is that he's not a goal scorer, but I think we got to start putting some damn respect on his name as a goal scorer. I know he is still 26 on the year. We'll call it 27 just for sake of argument. He's leading the Edmonton Oilers in goals, man. The guy is finding the back of the net on a consistent basis. That man, number 18, is a goal scorer. I love this from Braden. Zach Hyman heard Tyler saying that he might not be a legit goal scorer <laughs> and took it personally. Don't worry. Tyler also said we were watching the demise of Connor McDavid right in front of us. But that was the old us, Gavin. This is the new us. We continue to move along and move along in the Greta scoring summary. As we take a look here, it was the first goal for the Edmonton Oilers in the second period, Leon Dreisaitl. He is starting to pick up his play. We'll get into the Ryan McLeod, a Vander Kane swap in a little bit here as we dig through this game. But Evan Bouchard sends a pass from the high slot over to Leon Dreisaitl. I was screaming. I saw Tyler had the same tweet. Bouchard, shoot the buck. What do you I think all Oilers Nation was. I'm pretty sure I screamed in here, no! Yes. As then it goes over to Leon Dreisaitl, who is a backhand wizard, somehow gets that one off. Martin Jones hadn't slid all the way over, which was on him. That was mm -hmm. a bad goal to allow. You got to hug your post. Can't score if you don't shoot. Leon Dreisaitl, you just throw it on the net. And once that puck went in, you could feel the energy going once again. Sure, with the Zach one, that lit that place up. But as I said, you saw the review. You knew it wasn't going to count. Leon Dreisaitl, big-time players make big-time plays, Kev. Yeah, they don't, they don't ask how, they just ask how many, and Leon Dreisaitl found the back of the net. Like you said, it was a bad goal on Jones's part, but we kind of needed that to kind of get the floodgates open, right? Because obviously Jones was standing on his head up until that point, but we just need to try to fire around that and beat him. Yeah, once again, it's never going to be pretty. I know we've mentioned Bob Stoffer a couple of games ago says, hey, getting into the third period, it's not going your way. You're going to have to score some greasy ones. Sure, that was the second period, but Leon shows up with his 21st of the season, and we move into the third period where it happened two minutes and 27 seconds into it. Derek Ryan! There <laughs> I knew it is. that was coming. My Matt Wozniak. You're lucky I turned the mic away. I didn't do that <laughs> when I screamed Bobrovsky earlier this season. Ryan McLeod. Great play from Ryan McLeod. We were torn on whether we liked what the decision was tonight. Up until that point, was I was still considerably torn, arguably invisible. McLeod took it basically end-to-end, -end doing what he does. Skates incredibly well. Yanmark, I believe, got the puck yes. on the sidewall. Uh, that's all I was just going to say. Yeah, like That whole line, just the patience on that rush, like obviously mm -hmm. led to the goal. Mm -hmm. Yanmark finding McLeod behind the net, beating Derek Ryan out in front in the wheels, in the slot, beat Martin Jones to top this hockey game, obviously early in the third period, right when we found out that obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs struggle in the third period, we got on them early. They sure do. They sure do struggle with those leads. The one thing I want to give Derek Ryan credit, this guy, A, 200 career NHL points. Give it up for the big dog. Give it up for the big man. 
the thing with him is he can play with any like sometimes you feel like he can do it all but that one specifically he got in the slot and he presented himself he knew Ryan McLeod was trying to get him the puck. It's just those little gradual moves makes no mistake. Yeah, put him reason. in the place to succeed for sure. He found the he found the front of the net. Where are you gonna where are you gonna have obviously good chances on a nightly basis? And obviously McLeod found him and put it home. Hockey IQ is tenfold. Also, I'm gonna keep saying it because like the video, I now see we're up above a hundred likes. Let's smash the like button left, right, and center, people. Let's set a record for the most liked Oilers Nation After Dark episode because. This was one of my favorite games of the year so far, Gavin. That was it was playoff energy out there, man. It was insane. Then more we look around here. Three two, the third goal for the Edmonton Oilers. This play, Connor McDavid. All Connor McDavid. All man. Connor McDavid. An angry Connor. I didn't see if he had the McTuft going. I don't think he <laughs> did. But an angry, pissed off Connor. He was going at it with Morgan Riley down there. Low. I liked, I was once again screaming during all of this. You're not going to call it. I liked that the refs let them yeah, kind of duke it out. It felt like a playoff game. game. It was really going way too late in the game. You let him battle. I honestly was like, is Connor going to punch him in the head right now? Like, <laughs> I think he did give Morgan Riley a shot there it too. It looked like it. He absolutely did. And then they're battling. Connor goes to the front of the net. Perfect screen out front. Ryan McLeod gets the puck on the sideboards there and just says, hey, you're going to let me skate in slightly into the side slot. A perfectly placed oh. shot from Ryan McLeod. Top cheddar. Where what mama keeps the cookies or something like that? That's whatever they they say. Something like that. I don't know. My mom's not a baker. But (laughs) (laughs) Ryan McLeod, dude, what can you say? For two periods, I was on Twitter the whole time. A lot of people not liking the decision, even here in the YouTube chat. Hand up, me the same. Why was I wrong? Because third period, I think Ryan McLeod has the clutch gene. Well, yeah, he showed up when it mattered most, obviously. And like we said, too, he was he was honestly invisible for the first two periods, but he was obviously a huge different maker in that third period with two points. Ryan McLeod had one hell of a night tonight. Really a third period, one goal, one assist. You know who else had one goal, one assist? Arguably my favorite highlight of the game, Evan Bouchard with the empty net goal <laughs> right there. That was electric. That was electric. That, was. that had... I didn't that whole think, play felt like it was in slow-mo. I didn't think that puck was going to make it there. Watching the replay, watching Morgan Riley put every <laughs> bit of energy he had into the stride to just be a second or two late was fantastic. Evan Bouchard, man, that was his 11th goal of the season, I do believe. Yeah. The man keeps putting it up. I know it's an empty netter. I, if I was a player out there, or I was a goaltender, I'd be shooting at the empty net every time. I don't have willpower. I'm sure you've realized that. With me so far this season, good on him to be able to bury that one. Get the lead. The Toronto Maple Leafs blow another one. That's four straight in a row. That's 11 straight for the Edmonton Oilers, as I said. McLeod and Bush each with a goal and an assist each. Leon Dreisel with a goal. Derek Ryan with a goal. It was a great night. Connor McDavid also got on the score sheet. Gavin, that, that was a playoff game. It felt like a playoff game too. And like, obviously you guys heard it through the broadcast too. It was loud inside <laughs> Rogers place. Like, yeah, like, I know there's a lot of Leaf fans, but the Oilers fans were letting them hear it right back. So yeah, it felt like a playoff game in January and I absolutely love to hear it. And Eli, it was your <laughs> first official Oilers game here at Nation HQ. And what are your thoughts? That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys said, that. What that, a like, first game, game, eh? Yeah. To be a part of. That was crazy. That was probably the best game I've watched this season. Easily. That was yeah. arguably one of my funnest. And all right, let's get into before we get into the good, bad, and oily. 
Was that Connor Brown's best game of the season? I think so. He was noticeable right from the get-go. He even had a couple scoring chances too, <laughs> but man, I don't want to see the monkey get off his back. Like, how has this guy not potted a goal? Like, to this point, he's snake-bitten and a half, you guys. He was all over the ice from the get-go. I really noticed him all over the place. Penalty kill. He had chances. He had, like, arguable breakaways. The one thing I have with Connor Brown, I feel like it takes forever for him to get his shot off sometimes because they all seem to get tipped, deflected at the very last second. Well, yeah, on that turnover, especially on that turnover, like when Toronto turned the puck over, he had that partial break, too. Same thing. He just got deflected out of play. I like it from Wise Kyle. It's not just the offense. Brown made some great defensive plays. Yeah, no, he had a good night. Um, who was it, JT in here? I know he said a Leafs Oilers final would be insane. Mike D said my heart couldn't handle that. We'd have to do the show from the emergency room because I would be sweaty and gross <laughs> and everything the whole time. Tears in my eyes. Owen says Brown yep. is getting closer and closer. He really is. I didn't bet on him yet again today. Not pulling out the map has maybe been a good decision. I don't know. Let me know in the YouTube chat. Also, let me know in the Booster Juice YouTube chat. If you were there tonight, please tell me some firsthand experiences. I saw a lot of videos. It, the only word is electric for that out there tonight. You could feel it through the television. As I said earlier, maybe we check Yegwave tomorrow and we see a couple Leafs Oiler fan fights <laughs> in the stands. Those are some of my personal ones. Whoever has the high ground usually wins that one. But let's get into it here. The good, the bad, and the oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Also, Gavin, you're the one who's been planning mm -hmm. some Alberta Blue Cross travel vacations. It's coming up the soon. nation vacation. Dude, it's coming up. So fast. Like a it's, month and like two days, Yeah, a month and two days. We're going to be rolling in the Mullet Arena. And like, I know our Calgary team was just there last week and they said the atmosphere in that place is absolutely bonkers. So man, I'm looking forward to that one. Yep. RJ, one of the producers for Flames Nation in our meeting today said, you guys are going to have such a blast. And that he even admitted, Oiler fans are probably going to take over the Mullet more <laughs> than the Flames fan did. I hope we get the same kind of result they did. But you can go on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with the ON crew. From February 18th to the 20th, flights, hotel, hockey, time of your life included. We're also now offering flexible no-flight options for $9.99. If you'd like to book your own flights but join us for the rest of the party, we gotcha. Can't wait till we come back, and hopefully I have a tan on my very pale, pale white <laughs> skin that I have over here. Probably just going to be a really, really bad sunburn. But all right, let's It'll get into it. it here with the good. This one. Stew. It's Mr. Consistency in between the pipes. Stu made 25 saves on 27 shots. 926 save percentage continues his amazing streak. I believe I said on pregaming it was eight games in a row of above a 912. Yep. Continues that. Stuart Skinner rolling all over the place, man. The thing with Stu lately, like, and besides the first one, I find Stu is always tracking the puck very well. Mm -hmm. He is moving laterally very great. Gavin, our hearts stopped tonight at one point when we thought that Stuart Skinner might have gotten a little banged up. It actually happened twice. Yeah, I was going to say no once, but twice. I think both times you and I look at each other, we're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Get up. Get up. Get up. Because he's obviously a huge fact to why the Oilers have won 11 straight. So we need Stuart Skinner in the damn lineup, obviously. I was like, is he okay? Who is he talking to? <laughs> the first one, I believe, was John Tavares. That was in front of the net. But then you see Stu take his helmet off. 
that little you, hair flip back, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I go. know. The second one, my favorite part, was Evander Kane grabbing whoever it was. I, I can't remember who fell on oh, Stu. I don't remember but either. But just grabbed him by, like, the horse. Get off my goalie. Just ripped his ass out of there and said, get off my goalie. You don't touch my goalie. Yeah, Stu is absolutely dialed right now man Stu is durable Stuart skinner is dialed in says my brother he said his resilience is commendable excellent word choice yeah, right there, Matt. i know Someone, that, someone's good at scrabble yeah no he's an english teacher as well i believe so makes yeah, sense yeah, right there yeah everybody is having a good time tonight <laughs> ryan smith skinner draws power from his mustache that's my secret that's what i do too and i like and what squishy says here too mental toughness and physical toughness right because like obviously yeah like like we said earlier he let that's that a great goal point in. squishy yeah gold he, star he, he let that goal in obviously 20 seconds in but just the composure he showed after that making big save after big save after big save yeah reagan says yeah lol that was awesome Viking. <laughs> it really was yeah. also we'll continue to get into it i thought of Andrew Kane played very good. He it was did. very noticeable all over. It looked the like he was time. fighting for minutes, and that's what I'd love to see out of Evander Kane. And that's when he's at his best, right? Like when he has that. I know we say it quite a bit, but that give a shit factor, yep. right? So when he has that give a shit factor on a on a nightly basis, on a shift to shift basis, I'll even say he's just a completely different player. And we need Evander Kane going forward as well. Obviously, like when we go into the playoffs, when we make our run in the playoffs, we need guys like Evander Kane to step up and step up with his physical presence, like he did tonight. Yeah, we'll get into that. Maybe we'll table that and we'll move that just for a little bit here because sure. there's so much. I'm I know. Gonna be, I'm going to be all over the place tonight. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm a crazy person right now because I'm so jacked up. Let's get to the bad, though. This one is obvious. For sure. 27 seconds into the game, you have a breakdown like that in the neutral zone. You have the Zach Hyman not looking behind him. It just looked like the Leafs came out, shot out of a cannon yeah. to start that game. The Oilers were playing catch-up. But the thing is, is you give up that start, sure, it's bad. The ability to power through, Stuart Skinner does his thing. And Connor McDavid looked like he saw that start tonight and said, oh, shit, I'm not letting this happen. He was all over the ice, really took it upon himself. I felt early. We kept talking about it. Connor McDavid has so much size to him and some speed. He lays the body over there. I thought he was doing it early to try and get this team back into it because <laughs> – doesn't really get worse than being scored on like that 27 seconds into the game, Gav. No, exactly. And like right after right after Bertuzzi almost made it to nothing, he went on that huge season when he had back-to-back-to-back chances and then drew a penalty as well. And like you said, McDavid put the team on his back, and that's what you want to see out of your out of your captain as well, right? Like he put the team on his back, he generated chances, and he threw the body around as well. I can think of three separate occasions yeah. that he actually laid big hits tonight. He did. Number one fan here says it best. McDavid looked possessed. Well, and like we said earlier, too, on pregaming, McDavid is an ultra competitive guy. And you know, going up a guy like Austin Matthews, who you know he's going to bring his A game tonight. And we saw it from, from number 97. Yep. Luke Gazdick on Hockey Central right before the game said, I used to live with Connor McDavid. He knows he's playing against Austin Matthews. He knows there's going to be blue jerseys in the crowd tonight. And Connor, while he only ended, finished the night, what, with one point, one apple? He was my he MVP. Did so much not more than scare. just hopping on the score He sheet. was all over the ice tonight. Squishy says McDavid was scaring the Leafs. <laughs> Dude, I I watch a fair amount of Leafs games because I do mm -hmm. their show and whatnot. They are soft. They are very yeah. soft. They look incredibly soft. And I think I think uh, your co-host Jay Rosso would agree because I know he's been on the record multiple, multiple times saying that this Toronto Maple Leafs team is way too soft, especially to succeed in the playoffs. And we saw that tonight. Just the Oilers out. Man them on on a play by play basis. 
Um, another personal favorite moment from the game just came to me right now was uh, Stuart Skinner was holding out a puck, holding on to a puck. Uh, Matthew Nyes goes in. Evan Bouchard oh. just crocked a cross-checked the shit out of him. And then Mai's just looking at the ref, just like, are you going to call The all-time look. He looked like a puppy, just like, are you going to? I swear, he was down there for like a good 60 seconds as well. It was fantastic. That was a good moment Shout out Bouch for that one. I'm really surprised that wasn't a penalty. But okay. once again, it was a playoff game. You weren't going to let that happen. All right, let's take a look at the Oily as well tonight. It's the streak. We were also 11, thinking baby. about having the Zach Hyman disallowed goal. But on a night like tonight, I don't want to. I don't want to focus on the negative. Granted, I'm still, I'm still gonna remember that one for the whole season because that was such a beauty. But it's the streak, eleven in a row, Gavin. We keep talking that no team in Oilers past has ever done this before. It baffles every single person. This team right now. If you don't love me in my two nine one, you don't deserve <laughs> me in my eleven zero and zero. That is it, Kennedy. That is all I can say, Gavin. This team has turned the page so much. Sure, you have the easy schedule this month. Whatever. Those are still oh, NHL you still teams hockey games across. You still have to win hockey they games. are still paid money and know how to play hockey. Done it their whole life. Let's get it going, Gavin. Stick taps in the chat, people. No, exactly, man. And and like you said, the streak continues. And we're doing it by playing a good defensive game of hockey. And like yeah, we said- Yeah, it's not just letting the land. No, that's exactly, like, I was looking in our past, like, number, like, I think it was, like, five games or so. We're only averaging around three goals a game. So we're not, like you said, we're not lighting the lamp consistently, consistently, consistently. We're, we're winning hockey games by having a strong defensive game. Yeah. Penalty kill, goaltending, everything's coming up. David, we're getting a little crazy here with this one. I forget what losing feels like. That's a little Chase Claypool-esque right there, Gavin. <laughs> he said once before, losing, never heard of her. I think that guy has lost like 25 straight games or something yeah, in the NFL. The but I, hey, it felt familiar in the second period there. But these Oilers, never down, never out of a game. There's so many of you in the chat right now. Actually, I see 420. Nice. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, every one of you, continue to like the video. I see we're at 173. Do your Let's part. Let's get it over 200 quick. We're doing our part. The Oilers are doing their part. Vibes vibes really could not be better. No. This is the best I've felt all season. Yeah, no kidding. And like, we're just saying something. No, exactly. And like you said, we started 2-9-1. and one. Everyone in the chat at that time, it, it was kind of like the sky was falling. And as it should have been, it right? Like, the, like this, th this hockey team did and obviously still does have Stanley Cup aspirations. And now we're living up to that, man, and more. Oh, my brother coming over the chirp. The Leafs look like the Eagles. Just saying. I'm glad I didn't say the Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> well, the yeah. Cowboys didn't even come close. So yeah, yeah fair, I guess you fair, can't even go fair, with that one. Yeah, hey, let's get off the football talk. <laughs> let's get off the football talk. That does it for the good, bad, and the oily brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. What is Ken Holland is in the chat right now? Let's go, Kenny man, Boy. Kenny, you must be having a good night. I saw Calvin Pickard is in here. I'm just seeing. Oh, the man. There he is. There he is. There he is. Was <laughs> I already screamed it at the top of my lungs? The moment Dr. did score that goal, Gavin, you said. Was videos going up in three, <laughs> two, one, boom. There it is. Derek Ryan, 200 career points for the big man. And Dogs also another good. milestone tonight, Matias Ekholm, 300 career points in the NHL. Dude, look at tonight. Just a great night for everybody. Boys, what a, what a great night. Boys and girls, we're getting up to 180 likes in here. Oh, my God. We've got a new guy in the chat as well. Do you see it, Kev? I do not yet. No. Wait for it. Let my thing load. Nope. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Nuge. welcome to the Oilers Nation <laughs> YouTube page, buddy. 
once again, if you're new to this, if you want to create a profile to be an Edmonton Oiler and get it in here, I will probably be much more likely to read your comments because <laughs> I'm like a dog. My eyes just go right down to the Oilers. Squirrel, squirrel. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, where'd he go? There you go. All right, let's get in and move along here to my hot and cold performers, which are brought to you by the good folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Ding dong. DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry too. You can try something new or get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code what, Gavin? Nation25, all caps. All capitals, baby. That's right. Hey, also, shout out the DoorDash double dash feature. That is something I cannot get enough of. If you're new to DoorDash... They can go pick up your order and then for no extra fee, stop somewhere else like a 7-Eleven. You need to get, I don't know, just get a little maybe bag of chips, maybe a nice soda, maybe some household items. DoorDash can do it for you. I double dashed the other night. It was way too Ooh. cold to leave the house. I DoorDash groceries from Superstore over the cold break. First time I ever did it. It's fantastic. And just, now you'll never go back. I, I, I'm not going back to Superstore, dude. It was, it was fantastic. Just a small fee. Look at my doorstep, and it's right there. Shout out DoorDash. Perfect. They are the best. All right, hot performers tonight. Man, I feel like I got a couple tonight to I go know. with right here. Yeah, there's a couple to choose from Obviously, for sure. you could do – oh, somebody in here says Ken Holland says – oh, no, he said it's something else. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. I thought he said the chat was the hot performer. No, no, no. You can see that one in the YouTube chat. For me, Stuart Skinner, obviously, but he was the good – I want to say Leon Dreisaitl. Yes. Leon looked, the body language thing, he had his quote, right, with Mark Spector that he was like, I'm sorry for the body language. I don't notice it. Tonight, his back checking was mm -hmm. the number one thing that I noticed. He looked engaged. Plays right from the get-go. Stick lifts right from the get-go. I know they were down one nothing, so that should give you the kick in the ass that you want. He had new line mate in Evander Kane who I also thought was a hot performer tonight, played really, really well, very noticeable, kind of snake-bitten himself. He had some opportunities. He had that one he dangled in front of the net, just missed the backhand to close it out. A little tough on that one. He had six shots on goal and five hits for Evander Kane. Sure, the man didn't produce. He was electric all over the place. Ryan McLeod could have been a hot performer, yep. but I'm still the mo Gavin, who's yours? I'm just going to give a little bit of props to our bottom six because I know they're Depth under scoring. Yeah, I think they're honestly like they're obviously under a lot of scrutiny, especially in our pregame chat, right? Can this bottom six produce? And they did tonight. And they're essentially the reason why we won. We got two goals out of the bottom six in the third period. So, yeah, I'm going with them as my hot performer. I like this from Christopher Palmer. Oilers Nation gets my hot performers for keeping me in the loop while I'm on Christopher Palmer was in Dubai today watching our show. I know, right? I saw yeah, him post a photo. Awesome. He was on the beach listening to Oilers Nation real life. That's an OG. That's a yes. dedicated fan right there, Chris. We love you. We appreciate you. Everybody, I saw somebody else in here said, get the whole damn Oilers team in this chat. <laughs> we got a Vander Kane in the chat now. Hey, a Vander. <laughs> Let's go, Calvin Pickard. Vincent DeHarnay is in here. Let's go, everybody. Evander Kane. You know what? I can say it's after dark. Fuck around and find out, people. Woo! They found out tonight. Morgan Riley found out tonight. Connor McDavid owns that man. Yes. He owns his ass. I love every bit of it. For me, my cold performer, I'm taking this one a different direction. Gavin, we have the tweet here, which came from earlier in the game. 
my cold performer, but I guess he's not because we did pull it out in the end. But it's the wit dog, Ryan Whitney. <laughs> as he says here on his tweet, I ruined it again. I just mushed this team time after time from player to fan. I've brought absolutely nothing. I'm sorry. Go Oilers. That from player to fan, I've brought nothing line had me in tears. I thought that was so funny. He's so aware. Ryan Whitdog, I made a poll in this YouTube chat once before when we were debating. Letting you back in the poll was well over 50%. Said we'd take you back. Once an oiler, always an oiler. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie. I saw on his Twitter on Chicklets, he was saying that the Oilers were going to wipe the floor with the Leafs. Then that start happened. I said, Wit, you might have to delete Twitter, but hey, it was all for naught because the Oilers pulled it out. Gavin, do you have a cold performer tonight? I do. It's just our overall turnovers. I was looking through the box oh, score. Yes. We had 22 turnovers in the game, and our neutral zone play was absolutely horrendous. That obviously led to a lot of looks for the Toronto Maple Leafs offense, a lot of on-man rushes, and a lot of partial breaks as well. So just our, we just way too many turnovers, forcing the puck a little bit too much, and not getting the puck deep when we had to. <laughs> Who's just said this? Is the guy in the is the guy in the right? Nope, in, I'm just at Nation HQ in a prison. No, he's actually like looking right at him. I'm looking <laughs> right at him. He's right in front of me, right there. Sorry, yeah. man. I don't I don't have any cool bricks or any neon signs or jerseys behind Whoa, me. I I'm laid in... these bricks with my own bare hands. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I laugh from number one. Eli just looked at the brick and he's like, "Is that real? You damn right that's real. You damn right that's real." Sorry, number one fan here said, "Cold performer video review." At least it didn't take 15 minutes this time. That's exactly, I will say, the one for the hymen, it was clearly offside. In the moment from the first look at it, I was like, damn it, can we, can we speed this up? And it happened really, really fast. Real Formies asking, uh, what's some stuff to do the Friday? I think you got to go check out Greta. Um, you're coming to the game on Thursday. So Thursday night, the real formal? Is that how you'd say that? I don't know how I'd say that. After you're done the game, or whatever happens, you should meet me at Greta with my pal Nick Alberga because we got we got some things planned, and he owes me beers all night. We made a little wager going into tonight's. He wasn't confident right before, Gavin, too. He no. didn't want to do it. He said, I have a bet with Tyler. I kind of called him a name and kind of peer pressured him <laughs> with that one. He then said he'd do it. Still hasn't texted me back. Still has not texted Phone's me back. Phone's definitely on mute. Yeah, he absolutely is. Um, some other things here for some takeaways. Uh, actually, Eli, do you have any hot or cold performers tonight? I think my hot performer tonight was just Ryan McLeod. I think we talked about him earlier in the game. For sure. And yeah. we didn't really see much of him. We're like, where is Ryan McLeod? He was kind of invisible for the first period. And I don't know if he heard us, if the fans were chanting <laughs> I am very loud. Yeah, he, <laughs> maybe he heard you through the TV. But he really turned up. A goal and an assist. I think he's been great. He's put down to the third line now, swapped him out with Kane. Before this, I didn't know how I felt about that. I thought he was good on the second line. Yeah. A better winger, I think, personally. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so. But tonight, he played really good as a third center, and he fit that role really well. I think you yep. keep him there maybe after this. See see what he can do. Just it's the look. I've mentioned on so many shows, when Ryan McLeod was elevated to the second line, that was Nobby trying to light a spark, light a fire mm -hmm. under him. It really worked. It came at the sacrifice of Evander Kane because yeah. that man was arguably invisible tonight. You heard me pre-gaming. I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like I the decision. Either. He said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think 10 in a row is the definition of it's not broke. Once again, in Nobby we trust. That shows why he's behind the bench and I'm sitting in this chair in front of this real brick behind me. Yep. 
<laughs> um, but Ryan McLeod, Gavin, I guess let's open it up right here. For the first two periods, I didn't notice Ryan McLeod no. much of anywhere. And the thing is, we've said he's so much better as a winger. Eli just mentioned it. His speed and the thing about as you're a centerman, you have to really man the middle of the ice. We know Ryan McLeod is he doesn't necessarily like getting in the dirty areas. And then that third period came along and just snapped into it. He showed his skills on that one, slicing and dicing up the entire ice. He just looked confident. The snipe he had was an absolutely beautifully placed shot. Even his celly, he just put one hand up and it just, he looks confident. He looks like he feels he's in the right place. He feels accepted by the boys. They want him to play well. Ryan McLeod, I said some things earlier this year. We made a goal scoring map because you were all the way out in Vegreville skating a hundred plus kilometers without scoring. This man has shut the critics up. No, exactly. Now I'm really curious to see what Coach Knob does with the Evander Kane and Ryan McLeod kind of thing. I'm really curious to see if he elects to keep McLeod as a third line center role. If it was up to me personally, I would still keep him on the wing. And I would probably go out to try to bring in that 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 center, like that, like that bottom six center, so to speak. Dylan Holloway question mark. I like it. Mm. I like it. So I still think Ryan McLeod is better suited as a winger. That's just me. But I, I just think the way he was playing on that wing with Dry, he, he was a, just a different type of player. Obviously, obviously he held his own tonight, but I still think McLeod is be- better suited as our winger. Yeah, I like this one here from Kev. He said that Clouder goal was the hardest working shift I've seen all year from the boys. Dead on, dead accurate. That shift was a workhorse mentality. They were going, and you love that it's Ryan McLeod. <gasps> Zach Hyman's in the chat right now. He said it should have <laughs> been a goal. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are the it. absolute best. The nation citizens. Also, if you weren't on pregaming, the chat, the chat was savage to Nick Alberga earlier today. More appropriate, bad chat. Let's 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 rein it in just a little bit on pregaming. But you guys had I was giggling so hard sitting here in the chair. And I couldn't yeah, I'll re- sit on this side of things. I, I, I was chuckling at a couple. Anything out loud that was being said in there, but it was a really good time. Shout out Ryan McLeod. Um, just looking through here, some other things. You mentioned the turnovers, the giveaways. It was tough at points. I really felt like the neutral zone was just very clogged. It was either getting turned over there or in our own end, to be completely honest with you. And it just led to too many chances for the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs, right? Like if Stuart Skinner's not between the pipes tonight, we're not talking about whether it's win. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> the 22 turnovers just led to way too many chances, especially going up against this Toronto Maple Leafs team that has like that, obviously that core four that can find the back then on a consistent basis. Yep, once again, looking through here, special teams, Oilers went 0-for-1 on the power play, only had the one opportunity, but they stopped the Leafs on their one power play opportunity. So the Oilers' PK continues to be lights out. Well, the power play, it's getting a little iffy, Mm -hmm. but that's just the thing. If you can win these games against a playoff-caliber team like the Leafs, 4-2, to I know one of those is an empty net goal, all count the same. That shows me a lot more than I want. And maybe I'm talking crazy. Maybe I'm drunk off the vibes right now. But these are the type of wins that I like to see more than just the absolute offensive output. Sure, I'd like I'd like some overs. I'd like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of those to cash. Zach Hyman, I would like that goal to count. But with their ability to win it any single way, every possible way, it makes me feel like come playoff time, these Oilers could be dialed in. I do know it's a playoffs where what are we are is this now the 41st game of the season i'm not very good at math somebody in the youtube chat yeah we need some quick math in here chat let me know we all know 
that us of the nation are not math guys. Lance says, Boardsy, you're drunk. Go home. I wish. Thursday, <laughs> Thursday. See you, Greta. Um, one thing here also, I guess we just mentioned it with the Dylan Holloway thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's kind of a pipe dream when I say I want him to get that 3C role. I am torn and nervous because the man has been known as a winger. Sure, he has the ability, I guess, to play mm -hmm. center. Might be getting some shifts down in Bakersfield. It is tough to ask a guy to come back from injury, a considerable one that's kept him out for quite a while, and then say, hey, you got to go man the middle of the ice on the third line. We also might stick Connor fucking Brown on the line with you. I don't know if that'll work. He might stay in the fourth. It's a tough decision right there, for Gav. Sure. Where do you come out on that? Derek Ryan has also shown the ability to play 3C. You could you, go that you, you need better than that. Yeah, you you need better than Derek Ryan as your third center. And like you said, it, it would be hard for Dylan Holloway to come in and step into that immediate role. That's why I think you have to explore the trade market. For an example, like one name that I've been seeing floating around and like I know you got to make the money work and I'm not really sure what's going to take to get a guy like this, but it's Sean Monaghan. Mm, yep. That's absolutely. one guy I think who'd be obviously huge fit for the 17 Weathers team. Yeah, we've talked about the dream line of a third line of Kane, Holloway, Corey Perry. I think Sean Monaghan would fit in that very well. We got to look at him on Saturday night. I'll be honest, I didn't notice him a ton out there, mm -hmm. but he's had an excellent season. He's got double digit goals. And I believe he signed with a $2 million deal. You asked the Abs to eat half of that. That's the way the Oilers it's, are going to have to do some management. cap gymnastics right now. Um, looking in here, somebody asked, who would you remove if you brought in Holloway? Gavin, I'll let you answer that one first. If brought in Holloway, that's hard, man. Like, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know who I'd take out. Who? Connor Brown. Yes. It has to be. I'm Connor glad he said it first. It I, Connor just Connor Brown's not producing. And obviously, you he brought played him great. He played much better today, which gives me confidence for sure. And, like, That's, this is game 40. I was, Chuck Math. I was already high on Connor Brown today. I said he had a great game, but at, this, at, at the same time, you got to produce. You got to produce. I understand your stake, Ben. You're putting up good game after good game, but at the same time, man, like we got to bring in a guy who's going to score, and, and especially going to the plus. We need depth in the bottom six. Um, some people in here are saying, oh, whoops, clicked the wrong one. Ernie. Yeah, I feel like it would kind of be towards there. And the thing is, you got to think as well. 
when Sam Gagne is back and he has an undisclosed injury right now, I did think that Sam Gagne was healthy enough. I swear I was told. Adam Ernie, welcome yeah. to the chat. He stayed in the lot if he said it himself. Well, here. damn it, so. if he's in the chat, we can't scratch <laughs> the guy. Well, I don't think we've seen Connor Brown. I see Calvin Pickard. Can't can't be saying this about your teammates, buddy boy, but <laughs> all capitals, Brownie ain't producing. Yeah, I think I would do Connor Brown. Who would you take out of the lineup, Eli? Connor Brown's yeah, got to go. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's tough. on the chat. He's not hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, he's not yeah. back, he's he's not back himself himself. up. <laughs> now that you said that, he's I'm sure go. he'll show up in three, two, one. <laughs> Boom, in there. <laughs> um, Braden Showtime said the Adam Ernie flying elbow is undeniable. That is very true. Adam Ernie, though, limited minutes. I. I'm torn. I might go Ernie because Connor Brown, you want to see it happen, and he's due all this money next. Like, that's a guy you want to keep in your lineup. For you sure. just don't necessarily know if he's deserved it. But, hey, the NHL money talks. Um, looking ahead, though, to Thursday night, Gavin. The boys are going to be taking on the Seattle Kraken, who just lost their first game in, what, how many in a row? One, two, three, four, five, six, nine, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it was nine wins in a row. They lost three nothing to the Penguins. They lost tonight five two to the New York Rangers. Seattle Kraken back at home. Gavin, I'll ask you first. Give me a score prediction and an anytime goal score. I think it's going to be a low score in a game because the Seattle Kraken. Also, have... what goalie would you start? Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. That's totally fine. You got to go back to Stu. You got to go back yeah. to Stuart Skinner. You you can't mess that up right now. The guy's playing absolutely lights out. So I'm going Stuart Skinner. And I think it's going to be low scoring yet again. The Seattle Kraken, obviously, despite tonight against the Rangers, they have been finding ways to keep the puck out of their own net. Obviously, their goaltender's been playing well as well. So I'm going to go low scoring. I'm going to go 3 2 Edmonton Oilers win. And anytime goal score, I'm going to go huge. Huge. I see our buddy, old pal Liam, is in here and just said zero exclamation point, exclamation, exclamation. And then the bananas are back in the chat. Shout out my boy Liam. You can catch him on All His Nation every day tomorrow, 1201 Mountain Standard Time. We're going to have Frank Saravoli on as well. Talk a little deadline. Talk a little targets. Continue. Everyone's to favorite talk time of year. About <laughs> it really is my favorite time of the yeah. year. I love trade deadline talk. I loved last year doing a trade deadline show and a free agency show. Being on this end of it, it is so much <laughs> more fun being the ones who get some of the breaking news first from our boy Frank Saravoli. For me, for Thursday against the Kraken, I'm obviously going like. I would go Stuart Skinner on Thursday, and I'd go Stuart so Skinner on Saturday. This man I is just have to. so dialed in. And the thing is, after Saturday, you get Mon or Sunday, Monday off as well, and then you're back on Tuesday. That's the nice thing about mm -hmm. the month of January here. It's just Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday games going down. I'm going with Stu, and I think the Oilers – I think the offense is bound to break through. I think the over is going to cash on this one. Also – I just realized my score prediction on pre-gaming was four to two. Woo! There you go. Announcer Domus over there. Give it up to me. And let us know in the chat your guys' score predictions and who you guys would start in net on Thursday. Yeah, so I'm going with Stu. I think the offense is going to bounce back. I think it's going to be six to two for the Edmonton Oilers. And I think the man stays hot. I think Leon Dreisaitl... Just by what I saw from him, that look in his eye and the dedication mm -hmm. to defense, 200-foot game, really felt like, oh, my God, Connor Brown's in the chat now. <laughs> <laughs> his Brown. ears were ringing. His ears were ringing. Oh, wait, there he is. Wait, there he is. I can't even find him. There's so many people in here. 
Connor <laughs> Brown says, I love you, Ernie. So everything's good. Hey, it's a couple fourth line grinders right there. So dry is going to be my anytime goal scorer. Eli, let me ask you, who are you starting? Score prediction, anytime goal scorer. You got to keep Stu. Yeah. He's been on fire lately. Just fantastic. You keep him rolling. I don't think you should sit him now. Oh, just keep it going. Um, anytime goal scorer, I'm taking, I think there's going to be a boosh bomb. I think his, <laughs> that's his a safe shots, bet these days. Yeah. That is a safe bet. Safe bet, and I'm taking it. I think it's going to light it up. And I called 7 2 at the beginning of this game was way off that started off very poorly <laughs> um but i'm i'm confident going in against seattle they've lost their last two yep. i think i think six three i'm going for i think we'll we'll score a lot i think six three hey zach really hyman's good. just one off he says seven three seven, hyman three. natural <laughs> he's predicting no his bias own. in that comment. hey you heard it right there from the horse's mouth. How do you not go bet? Hey, Zach Hyman, natural attrick. Let's get it going in there. Squishy for breakfast says Kane goal. That's another guy that, yeah, tonight looked very dialed in. Definitely. Very curious to see what they're going to do with these lines because it did work. You did grab the W once again. You did see Kane elevate his play. And Ryan McLeod still stole the show yeah. at the end of the game with that clutch gene that I mentioned. Evander Kane is in here. You guys are crazy. I will chip in an empty netter for the boys. Do it from 200 feet as well, because that one from Bouchard was sick as hell. Oh, I had a good time tonight, boys. Everything was going. Eli, this was your first in the office pre-post-game experience. Did you have a good time? That was fantastic. What a great game to start it on. What a job. We have. I said it to you so many times during. I was like, yeah, this is this is what we do. Oh, this such is, a hard this is what we get paid to do. Yeah, exactly. Christopher Palmer said we're the hot performers of the evening. I want to give a shout out to all of you in the YouTube chat. One last push. Smash the like button if you're still in here. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. There's going to be a ton of content coming your way this week and weekend, especially with the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament, a Battle of Alberta, Oilers Nations playing Flames Nation in said Pond Hockey Tournament. So yeah, there's actually two Battle of Alberta's going on. Look at that. Double your money. Double everything right there. Lance says the Discord was fun tonight. Adam Ernie asked for an Eli face reveal. <laughs> you know what? We'll save that one for the next show. We'll Just dangle the carrot in front of you <laughs> to get you to come back for the next one. I apologize for how much hate was caused in pre-gaming with Nick Alberga, <laughs> but I loved that. It was so good. I'm so happy. I won my bet. Boardsy's bankroll didn't go, but I won it with Alberga. Gavin, big shout out to you. You produced all night. Now you're co-hosting with me. Anytime, Big maybe. shout out to you. You're the big man, Eli. You're just a great vibes guy. I loved having you here tonight. Thanks, it was a great time. Sticking around. Good vibes Wanna all around. Want to know Nation HQ, Eli? Love it. Oh, yeah, you might have to sleep here tonight then. I might not let you leave. Yeah, you couch looks really comfy. <laughs> I have slept on that thing way too many times. Yeah, I want to give a final shout-out to DoorDash, Alberta Blue Cross, Greta, Betway, of course. Get your tickets to the nation vacation. Come hang out with Gavin and I. Gavin, we're rooming together. We, we picked are. our roommates. We are, and we're running it back. You and I room together in Vegas, so we're running it back. Yeah, you know, we- Like a month from on a, a month from Thursday, we'll be in Arizona. And uh, I know some of our fans watching. I know Christopher Palmer will be there. So, yeah, it's going to be a good trip. Captain Felton is joining me on pre-gaming. On I day. love that. I have already confirmed it with him. I love wouldn't it. have it any other way. I salute you, the captain. I salute every one of you in the chat. I love all of you. Gina said there's three Battle of Albertas because the Wranglers and Condors are playing Saturday, too. Oh, interesting. Too. It's like Christmas morning, boys. Could it get any better? Possibly could when the Edmonton Oilers take on the Seattle Kraken Thursday night. 
Looking to continue that win streak. As I said, thank you to YouTube. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you to the sponsors. We'll be live back on the YouTube channel tomorrow, 1201 Mountain Standard Time. People, order some DoorDash tonight because you deserved it, especially if your bets went through. I might DoorDash a little bit. I might actually, oh, I, I am driving home. I probably should just pick it up. I am just incredibly lazy. <laughs> I love all of you. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. 11 in a row.